You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 326. Today, we're going to talk about how to take your offline business online, like on the internet. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, you guys? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today, I want to bring you a special encore episode that was a big hit back in 2018. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie because it's one of the most common questions I get when a lot of people want to come work with me in one of our programs, like my signature awesome, super amazing program, Business by Design. There's a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners that are saying, James, I've been running a successful offline business. How the heck do I take it online? That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. It's an, an interview with a, that I did with my good, good friend, Dr. Shannon Urban, and she tells the story to case study of how she used our strategies and principles to take her offline business and make it successful online. Now, what was really cool is that at the time we did this interview, I don't remember the numbers, but it was like, you know, she did like six figures, right? Now she's on track. This is now two years later or 18 months later to be exact. She's on track and pacing a multiple seven-figure business for 2020. And her growth, her like explosion is just amazing. It's extraordinary. She's a freaking rock star. And you know, it's funny because it's getting that first 100K that can do that first 100K that can be like far more challenging than going from like 100K to a million. So I'll have to do another follow-up episode with her to dive deeper into this. But for those just getting started transitioning to business online, this is going to be a fantastic interview for you to go through. So without further ado, let's play that interview with Dr. Shannon Irvin right now. All right, you guys, I'm here with Dr. Shannon Irvine. So Shannon, how you doing? I am super stoked to be here, James. Such an honor. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. You got it. So the biggest thing is I want to get into your story and Mm -hmm. share a little bit of the growth that you've had. You shared with me before this episode, when we were talking before, that you've seen a 522% growth in your online Mm -hmm. business in just under a year. And first off, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so stoked beyond belief, as you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to really get into as well at the end is like, what are the next steps for you? Like, where are you looking? Where are you headed? All that stuff. And I think we want to get into some of the things that have been great tips for you, things that have really worked that anybody listening here can take away and implement in their business. But where would you say is like the beginning of this story? Where, Where would you like to start? Well, I, I would say, you know, I had an offline business for a while and I also have a nonprofit that I've been running for about 14 years. We help kids who've lost mom and dad to AIDS in Uganda. And I really wanted to start bringing my offline business online. I coach business owners, entrepreneurs, and I help them be able to grow and scale their business by learning how to think, act, and be 
like the person they want to end up, not like the person they are currently. And that's been born out of my own personal story and my own personal growth in my businesses. And I've I'd helped people one-on-one grow and scale their businesses to six and seven and a couple eight-figure businesses and really was able to impact that through learning neuroscience and my backgrounds. I have a PhD in neuropsychology and, and just really being able to train your brain to actually get the things that you want in life by actually focusing on them. Everything that your listeners hear, you talk about Mm -hmm. all the time, and we're both very much believers in that. So I really wanted to be able to help more entrepreneurs be able to take their passion, their vision, their drive, and bring it to their business and be able to grow to the place that they wanted to go. But I really, I really didn't know how to go about it, what, you know, what I could do. So I really jumped in with both feet by starting a podcast. I took a podcasting course from Pat Flynn, learned how to do that. And I figured at least I could talk and tell people, you know, the process and what I'd gone through and what my clients had gone through. And that was great and was able to kind of get my feet wet in the online space. But really, even at that time, I was really trading time for dollars still offline. So can I you know can I, I dive in right there a little yeah, bit? Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. So you launched the podcast. Did you have like a funnel set up where people just reaching out to you like, I want to work with you? I, could you take us just a little bit about how people were working with you? So a lot of people that were working with me one-on-one were people that knew me from my prior, the prior niches and businesses that I had owned. And so with the podcast though, people did start reaching out to me and no, I didn't have any funnel set up yet because I hadn't started business by design, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I, I was just, you know, transparent and sharing the things that worked for me and worked for my clients and really who really got drawn to that were people that have a big mission and a big vision and want to get it out to the world Mm -hmm. and that they'd gotten to a point through hustling. Right. And then they got stuck. And so they would reach out to me through the podcast and say, Hey, you know, I'd like to start working with you, which was fantastic, you know, and I, I loved it, but the reality really became apparent that there's only so much of me to go around and I was still running my nonprofit. And I had big dreams of being able to, you know, really help as many people as I could. So then I started thinking about, okay, well, maybe I can create a course. So I went to our dear friend, Amy Porterfield, because she's the master at creating courses. And I said, okay, let me learn how to do this. So you can see I'm starting to be the, you know, follow the courses and learn what I need to learn to do the next step. And I'm an INTJ. So that (laughs) suited me really well, you know, give me a process and a system. And I, and I did all that. I created a course, but a dear friend of mine, I reached out to Tiffany Lee Bymaster and I said, you know, like, I can't figure out how to market it. I don't know what to do. I know I should be setting up funnels. I'm not exactly sure. Like, I'll do the things because I've been a business owner for a while, but I don't know what order to do them in. And I knew I was kind of getting caught up in that doing energy, you know, yeah. that energy that it does you well for a while, but can kind of slow you down. So, that's when Tiffany said, Shannon, you, you've got to jump into business by design. Like James literally will take you step by step through the process, exactly what you need to set up, how to do it, everything you need to do in order to get that mission accomplished, to be able to reach people with your course. I guess I was a little ahead because I created the course, but in the sense I wasn't because this was a whole new world of marketing and learning how to market and learning my messaging and being able to reach the right people with that message that needed to hear it. 
So that's when Business by Design entered my world. And I was telling you earlier, it was almost a year ago. I wouldn't even say it was a full year ago that I actually bought Business by Design. Yeah. And wow, it was like... The, you know, I think I heard the angels sing at one point when I logged in, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, like everything in your business that you've done, you've outlined and it's there. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it's not this, you know, I think so many people, including myself go through this thought process of, well, they have this super ninja thing that they've figured it all out. And I don't know if I've got that. You mean like a, I, like a, like a skill or a superpower, yeah, like a personality yeah. trait, right? Yeah. Something that you, but it, intrinsically inside me, I knew that that story wasn't true. So I'm like, okay. So jumping into BBD was by far one of the best things I've ever done for my online business. And I just started following the process. I'm a good enough coach that I ask the people that I mentor to just follow and take the risk and trust. Yeah. And so I knew I needed to follow, take the risk and trust and just started going through the process. And then shortly after starting I'd been able to set up all my funnels. I had funnels going for my podcasts. I had opt-ins from my podcast episodes. It all started clicking and then started developing a webinar to sell my beta launch, which my first beta launch for my program was a five-figure beta launch. And that was due to the fact that I had a process to go through. Yeah. So take me through that a little bit because that's okay. something that I love sharing with people. So what exactly is a beta launch? How would you describe that? And you know, what are some of the things you did there? Yeah. So I wanted to validate that this course, even like that people wanted it. Right. right. So just an FYI, little tip, like validate first, but, <laughs> but evidently, you know, I needed to get the course done in order for me to do that. And that's a process you teach in BBD, how to launch it without even having it ready yet, which I fully believe in now, but I did the beta launch so that I could make sure people wanted it and know exactly what their struggles were, what their challenges were, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Where was I giving too much? Where was I not giving enough? And so I did, I would call it a hybrid beta. So I sold it and then I gave some spots away for free with a lot of expectation around what they would do in terms of surveys, in terms of feedback. It was a lot of hoops to jump through for them to be a participant if they didn't pay. And I was able to run through the program and really create a program that served deeply. And the thing that was so exciting for me, James, was the fact that I was getting now all of these messages. I had like 85 students in my beta at launch. And wow. I know. I was super stoked. And can I ask how so big like, about how big your email list was from like because you were using Yeah, when you did the beta. <laughs> when I did my beta, I think my email list was maybe a thousand people. Got it. And was most of that coming from the podcast? Yeah, most of it was coming from the podcast. And I was doing a lot of Facebook lives. I knew video was gonna be the way that people got the message. Um, mm -hmm. I'm video and audio. That's my jam. Don't make me write anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, transcript. I better not say that because, you know, yeah, transcripts are going to be a beautiful thing if I ever write a book. Yeah. But yeah, so that beta launch was so exciting because I start to, I started to see the impact and that blew. I'm a visionary. So I can, you know, 
I've got big dreams and big visions and I can keep going. Once that beta started and I started seeing the impact and the freedom that was happening for my students and I started seeing them make not just business wins, but like life wins. And and one of them, I remember them saying, my husband now has his wife back and my business is starting to just Mm. scale. And I'm like, I mean, I would, of course, I'm just crying. like, that's it. Like the freedom and being able to grow your business at the same time. That's the thing. So I knew I had a good product and I knew that I was teaching it in a way that resonated with people. Yeah. And so what I did it was for the people who purchased, they got lifetime access for the people who didn't and jumped through the hoops. I offered them. So I actually kind of did a another launch right at the end. And that's what pushed me over that five figure launch where I ended up getting a majority of them to buy it after they've already gone through it, which was really cool. That's brilliant. Well done. I love that. Well, I know you were also talking about that one of the decisions or one of the things that really inspired the decision to go into leverage content was your charity, your nonprofit. Do you want to, do you want to talk about like your whole mindset towards looking at raising money for that? Yeah. I had really wanted to come online for probably two or three years before I did. And my nonprofit, we found, I was, I founded it 14 years ago and we, you know, nonprofits are an interesting genre of service in the fact that you, you really have an image to keep up. And, you know, I did my mentoring, you know, on the side, which was fine. It was kind of offline and quiet, but I gotten to the point where, you know, you put me on a stage and get me in front of people to tell the mission and the vision of our nonprofit. I would do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I loved it. I loved being able to advocate and be a voice for those orphans who don't have a voice and be able to tell people the impact that they can have with just a tiny, tiny investment Mm -hmm. in a child's life. So that I loved, but fundraising not so much like, you know, after 13 years of like going at that hard and hard and hard, I just finally had a moment where I was done kind of hiding behind it. And I just, I, I remember really vividly sitting on the couch with my husband. Cause about every year I would say to Micah, my husband, I'd say, I'm done. I'm just done. I'm going to go, I'm going to start my marketing business again. And I'm going to go and he, and he'd go, okay, honey. All right. <laughs> and you were, you were, ex- you felt like you were done because you're you, what you were kind of like burnt out on asking people for money. So tired of it. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, just, you know, I wanted people to get such a vision and passion for being able to help one child at a time, like that really didn't have it. And yeah. So I just finally looked at him. I said, you know what, hon? I know what I do one-on-one in my business makes huge impact for people. I want to take this online because I want to actually fund the nonprofit. I don't want to fundraise anymore. I, Mm -hmm. and of course I still do, but I want to be able to fund it myself and I want to be able to impact people so that they have that kind of impact in the world. And then the overflow of that generosity, right. Would be being able to fund the nonprofit. And he looked at me and he just said, do it. And I'm oh, okay. okay. I mean, not that I needed that, but I'm like, all right. You know, so I had to get through a lot of fears, a lot of stories that I had started to write that, you know, that it would have a big impact or negative impact on the nonprofit. And it hasn't, it's done nothing but give. Do you looking back now a year later, do you feel like that was kind of silly to think that? Totally. Cause I totally. look at, I look yeah. at Stu and we've had him on the podcast before yeah. and what he's done with his charity and 
he just changed the name. I think it, they rebranded to Village Impact or Impact oh, cool. Village, but it was World Teacher Aid. And like, I've seen how much it's grown in yeah. correlation with yeah. how his personal brand has grown. And it becomes so much part of his story. And yeah. I, and it's kind of, I can really understand where coming from an offline world and having this charity for so long and doing something so different, you would have those hesitations mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I just see it as like, it's so the opposite. It's just, it's only going to help it even more. Yeah. yeah. And it's just that, you know, I mean, anytime now I know, and I knew it before, but now I know it even more because I'm telling you, like bringing your business online is like personal development on steroids. Like <laughs> you've got to be, nuts? it's the best thing in the world though, because yeah. why wouldn't you really want to step into a place where you can become the very, very best you could possibly be in this But you kind of wonder too, like if people really knew what it, took like internally like this podcast wouldn't be here if if that wasn't needed (laughs) you know like no one would be listening if it was like just like hey here here's my checkout page okay cool thanks yeah yeah and and then you hear people that have had offline businesses for so long and they're like yes there was there was more risk financially and there was capital we had to raise and you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. but going online you know, people tell me all the time, like it was the scariest, the hardest, like mentally and emotionally challenging thing I've ever done. So that's why we're here, right? (laughs) It really is. So speaking to really quickly what you do and how you help people, I would love to hear like looking at where it is today, been just under a year since we first Mm -hmm. connected, which is just crazy. And having, and that's the right number, right? 522%. 522%. how are you different today? What had to shift internally for you? Like, can you just give us some more insight into who you had to become to get to this Mm -hmm. place? I had to lean into resistance and actually know that anytime I sense that resistance coming up, that's when I need to push like heavily into it. So where offline, you know, that's usually when you just kind of like analyze and you do, you know, strategic things this is like one of those where I'm start feeling resistance. I need to push into it and actually lean into the thing that makes you feel uncomfortable because on the other side is like where that greatness is. I had to rewrite the stories that I was telling myself about my value in the world, Mm -hmm. which is a big one because it had always been based on performance. And now tell me more about that. So tell me, tell me more what that means when it's based on performance. Well, when it's based on performance and being a recovering type A plus perfectionist, (laughs) that's a beautiful thing. Like I know the rules, right? The rules are clear, (laughs) be perfect and it's all good. And that's where you, you get your worth. And I'd done that for a very, very long time until I became so obsessed with not doing that that I went got my PhD, but coming online actually made me realize the stories that we tell ourselves they run so much deeper. And I think I've heard you say like next level, next devil, right? Yep. So I thought I'd cleared all those stories and I'd exponentially grown seven figure businesses. We'd gotten our nonprofit to a certain, you know, really high level. But in reality, I needed to become super accepting and comfortable with who I am and what I have to offer to people who are just a couple steps behind me. 
because I'm reaching to people like you who are, you know, a bunch of steps ahead of me and I'm, I'm staying open to teaching and I'm just reaching back and saying, let me show you how to clear those stories so that you can really have the impact that you want in the world. But I had to be willing to not just do a system, but to actually be vulnerable and say, here's what I have. And that's scary. But at the same time, it's actually the best thing you can absolutely do because then you step into complete freedom of being exactly Mm -hmm. who you are and people that are meant for you are absolutely going to follow that because it resonates with them and there's no competition. That's the thing that's last year has taught me so much. I've already believed it. I'd already been a person of generosity and no competition and abundance, but bringing it online. Like, I think that's where people make the biggest mistake. They see people doing the thing that they're doing in a crowded niche. Welcome to the online space anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And you think I shouldn't start, or I don't know. I'm not sure if I have any different value to bring to it. Well, the reality is you absolutely have exactly how you were designed in this world to be able to impact the people that were already designed to be impacted by you. And so I can't do that. There's, there is no competition. All I can do is promote and be generous to the people who are surrounding me and share my message and, and that gets rewarded. It really does. I love that. And and in you sharing that, what came up for me, especially that part about like accepting where you're at and who you can help, even if they're, you know, just a step behind you is, um, I was at the airport because we're traveling right now and I'm with some of the members of the mastermind that I'm in and they're mm-hmm. all taking an interest in our launch right now. And yeah. they were sitting in the airport and the layover and they're like watching the, the videos and they're like, one of the people there pauses the video because I said something like looking to grow your business, you know, to six to seven figures mm-hmm. and she pauses it and she's like, this stuff could take me to eight figures. Why are you yeah. limiting it? And I got, it's like so much resistance came up like, oh, I couldn't help someone that that has a bigger business than me. I couldn't help someone that's already, <laughs> and like, I'm like, wow, that's still there. Like, you know, new yeah. new level, new devil. New and level. I was, yeah. I, I was so fascinating. I heard just before we got on this call, I heard a fantastic definition of the term resistance. Mm. And it's a belief that opposes your desires. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I really, really, really enjoy that. And we know that a belief is something that is perceived by an individual as true, but it's not true. Not really. (laughs) So it's just a story that we're saying that contradicts what we truly desire. Yeah. And most people think it's easier to then say, well, then I'll just give up on the desire. And I think that's what most people do. It's like, well, then I I just won't. And they never stop and say, well, wait a second. What if I challenge this belief or this story? What if I stop believing in that and stop telling that story and began to tell a new one? And I love that. And that's what everyone here, not just Shannon as a do, I've had to do. And everyone who goes on this journey is going to have to do it at some level. And that's why that's why there's 170 episodes of this podcast because, man, there's a lot there. Okay. I love it. Anything else that's coming up for you? Anything else you want to share or take our listeners down a journey? You know, I would just say that, and this is a big passion of mine, like 
if you're sitting here and you're listening to us right now, there is no doubt in my mind, you have a big dream, a big vision and a big passion for your life. Like you have it, whether you're actually pursuing it yet or not. I'm like such a firm believer that God or the universe or whatever it is that you believe in when you're ready, the teacher appears, right? So right now you've got this amazing video series and people are watching it and they're coming to your podcast it's time. Like, don't ignore the fact that the teacher was put in front of you. I mean, I can't imagine if I, a year ago would have said, no, I could figure it out on my own. I'll just do something else or I'll figure it out or I'll watch a bunch of YouTube videos or, I mean, know that stirring that you're feeling and that those butterflies or however it manifests for you is, you know, it's your time and like, take the leap. The net appears. This is a James Wedmore ism, like (laughs) the leap and the net appears. And it's, it is by far the best thing you can do because what will happen is you will finally get an integrity with yourself. Wow. And you'll start to live out from that place that you were just designed to from the very beginning, you know? Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for saying that. And, and the thing is, is like, it never ends because here I am even now, at a mastermind that I'm investing in my education and my coaching and I'm on hot seats and I'm learning and taking pages of notes. And, you know, when you make that decision to be a lifetime learner, yeah, you know, you just continue growing and your business continues growing. Yeah. Like I'll never stop. Like there'll, yeah. there'll always be something I'm either discovering about, business or marketing or all Mm -hmm. that stuff, the outer game, I guess you would say. And then there's always going to be stuff that we should always be discovering about, about ourselves, that inner game. So, um, and the byproduct of that for me, if you would have asked me a year ago, do you think your online business will grow to like 522% in one year? I would have laughed. Not that I didn't have the dream and the vision for that, but I didn't realize how big it was supposed to be. And now I do. And yeah. so now I'm like, let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is just the beginning. So let's let's yeah. go there real quick. Like, so what's next now for you? Like, where are you going? Where are you headed? What's on the horizon? I'm continuing to launch the Epic Success Academy. I'm going to launch it a few times this year, and I am starting a group coaching program. That's something that I'm really excited about, so that I can no longer be one-on-one because I don't have any more bandwidth for that, but be able to coach a group of people. And that's something I've learned too from you being in a part of the next level group is the group is a big part of the growth. Mm -hmm. And so I want that for my tribe and my people. I want them to be able to experience that and really be able to rise together. And I'm super stoked for that. And just keep growing the podcast, keep bringing on amazing people and keep serving and being really generous with what I have to offer out there. So that's what I'm up to. What is the name of your podcast again? We'll link that up. So for anybody who wants to go check it out, they can click the link in the show notes. But what's the name again for everybody? Sure. The podcast is Epic Success with Dr. Shannon Irvin. Awesome. And then where else can people go if they want to learn more from you? 
Oh, that's really sweet, James. We can check on all socials. I'm at Dr. Shannon Irvin, I-R-V-N-E. And you can uh, jump over to the website at drshannonirvin.com. And if you're interested in learning more about helping the orphans in Uganda, you can check it out at mosaicvision.org. Good. I was going to ask about the nonprofit as well. And I didn't know that your last name, you pronounce it Irvin. Oh, I answered them both. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying Irvine. So because we live next to Irvine. So yeah, I just kind yeah. of assume. I wonder if the city is actually pronounced the city of Irvine. But. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it and sharing your story with our listeners. I know it's going to inspire them. So any final thoughts, any final words to uh, call this episode complete? Just, I want to thank you, James, for having me on, trusting me with your amazing tribe. And I just want to encourage your listeners, if they're even remotely thinking about taking that leap, I want to encourage you that the right teacher is somebody you've been following if you're listening to this podcast and just jump in. The water's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Shan. I really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to another bonus on the road edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. I'll see y'all on next Monday's episode. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be. So you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.